the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 560, The Answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Welcome back to this week's edition of Black and White Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. Uh, should be a good show today. Um, I'm really excited about our first guest that will be coming in today. Uh, most of you probably never even heard about her um, because that's just what um, J.B. Pritzker wanted you to do, not know anything about her. That's um, J.B. Pritzker's primary opponent, Beverly Miles, Miss Beverly Miles. Um, I, I, I said to Verlon, I said, yeah, I'm having Beverly Miles in. He goes, who's that? Yeah, that's exactly what they wanted. Um, Carol Davis from Illinois Conservative Union is should is to be in the house. So can't wait to talk about talk with her and to talk about a lot of the election integrity issues and what Illinois has been doing and what, what's been what's happening across the country with, when it comes to election integrity. Um, had a great great night last night at how home. Home to Home Project with Janelle Towns. I mean, they raised a ton of money in one single night. I think it was close to two hundred fifty grand in one room um, that they raised last night. It was a great event. Uh, go check out Home to Home Project on uh, Facebook. They're doing great things over there. Got a chance to hang out with my buddy Mark Vargas, um, Dan Ehrman from AM Five Sixty, and his wife were there. It was a uh, it was a great great show. Um, Troublemaker. What's going on? What kind of trouble are we getting in today? Uh, well, you know, I'm going to follow the narrative if we if we get into it. One of them. You following a narrative? Yeah, because you know what? I'm going to come at a few issues another way. Uh-oh. And I'm just going to leave it like that. You're saying you're going to come at a... So you gonna, what, are you going to not be the antagonist today? Is that what you're saying? I might <laughs> antagonize both sides. Uh-oh. Okay, let's, let's get right to it then. You know, immigration. Okay. You know, since everybody wants to talk about it and they want to point fingers at DeSantis and the Democrats, well, Charlemagne had a great observation of it. Charlemagne the, the God. Charlemagne the God. From the Breakfast Club. He said, look, the Republicans don't want them, which we, we are for deporting these people, but we aren't right now because the federal government is stopping us from doing it. But. Well, not the, just the federal government. Places like Chicago. Illinois sanctuary well, state city and sanctuary states. Well, I was gonna go straight, ICE, to, which ICE isn't allowed to be in. Well, I'm gonna go straight to that. Okay. Well, Charlemagne is like, but DeSantis and other governors that's sending these people to the sanctuary states and cities are exposing the Democrats for who they really are. They pay lip service, but they don't really want those people either. 
always been proven, right? It's yeah. been proven. If 50 people show up, you mean to tell me you can't take care of 50 people? You can't take care of 100 people? No, they don't care if they show up in the middle of the night on their own, but when they're put on the spot by a popular governor, governor like DeSantis, you know, now they're upset. Right. You know, because he's putting them on their heels. Right. You know, but 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 my big my big wait, wait, pitch- before you go, before you move on, how many hours were they in Martha's Vineyard? Forty four hours or something like that. <laughs> and they said the services. We don't have the services. And how yeah. many people was that? Fifty. Fifty. Uh, you know, it's ca- that's called stupidity. You know, you 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 are, you're not backing up what you're saying and right. what you say you're about. But yeah. my but we big, welcome all though. I thought that was the mantra of the left. You can't believe anything. We welcome all. Say. You can't believe it. Yeah. But the bigger picture is. These people are here. Nobody's deporting anybody. And they've been lying to us since the year 2000. Yeah. This, this number, and I just seen it like last week, 11.5 11. million. 11.5 million. They've been saying this number for 22 years, 11.5 million. Now, how is it still 11.5 million and 2.5 million just came last year? Right. Okay. And it's been a steady flow of a million since the year 2000, except for the Trump years, where well, he got it down to 200,000, 300,000. But that's still at least about another 20 million people in this country. Now, I know I only went to Chicago public schools, and my math probably isn't that great. <laughs> probably but, not. But I think 11.5 million and 20 million adds up to what? About 31.5 million? Hey, hey, guess what? Your CPS um, math works out. It's okay. But yet, how do we still only have 320 million people in this country if we got an extra 31.5 million? Valon, what if I tell you we don't really know how many people are actually crossing both borders? Right. What if I tell you that? It's all... It's all they pull these numbers out of there, you know what? Right. Well, let's also get into how inaccurate the census is. Correct. Yeah. 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 So we, we it was probably an overshoot, the 320 million to begin with. Yeah, and and then remember Reagan in eighty was it eighty six with the amnesty, he provided amnesty to uh, what millions of people then and back then. That's what this is backdoor amnesty. amnesty. Yeah, come on, man, because these people are not going anywhere. Yeah. So right now we're rolling the dice. We hope these people will be productive citizens or and not a drain on society. But we don't know which one it's going to be a drain or productive citizens. We don't know. Well, when you get it, when you get an influx of people like that who don't come through the normal channels. Uh, it's, it's automatically going to be a drain on this on wherever they go, you know. Texas, I mean, I mean, and the border states have been dealing this dealing with this since the inception of the United States of America, right? You know, so they 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 get this thing. They know they know this the issues and 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 how it it it, it impacts. I mean, diseases are coming back. There are diseases we haven't had in years that are now coming back here. That's true. And the big, you know, the big driving population of the of this immigrant march, what Venezuela? Yeah. You know, most of these people are coming from Venezuela. I mean, remember, Venezuela used to be a mecca of yes. South America. It, yeah, it was great. No, until that guy who who, who took over, uh, who was the new guy that took over? He 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 changed it from a capitalist country. Well, there was yeah. Hugo Chavez. But yeah, Chavez, Chavez. Okay, he took over, and now it's it's yeah. like one of the worst despots yeah. ever. Now, now listen, you know. <laughs> This guy, I just call him, rarely calls my show, and I, I, I gotta, I'm gonna pick a bone with him about that because he's running for Congress in, in, in uh, Wisconsin, and he, you know, he rarely calls my show, so I'm gonna bring him on right now. Chuck from Devlin, what's going on, buddy? What's up, Chuck? Hey, I'm still, li- I'm, I'm still listening, but I always got to work on Saturday. That's why I don't call you. <laughs> okay. Hey, the government doesn't know how many people are here. Yeah. I got to tell you something right now. 
uh, I so used to work construction in downtown Chicago. And the people that come in, and, and it, this is what's going on, when they come from Europe, Polish, uh, Slovenians, uh, the Serbians, when they come here, they got to spend about forty-five to fifty grand to get into the country if they do it legally. Yeah. That's why the Europeans hate these people that come across the southern yeah. border, whether they be Venezuelan, Ethiopian, or wherever they're from, and and it causes a lot of racial uh, animosity. Uh, you know, and, and that's a big word. <laughs> so anyway, I just wanted to call. I just wanted to call and uh, thank you guys both for letting me be on. Yeah. And I'll try to do a little bit better job of getting out of control. <laughs> hey, Chuck, I heard you on Sean Thompson's show. Well, I think it was yesterday or the day before. No! Uh, no polling yet? No polling on your race? Huh? No polling no, has been I'm done on your race? Yeah, I'm, wait, I'm waiting on uh, uh, the usually Marquette University usually does polling. All right. So I physically have my name on the ballot. It's not a write-in. Uh, and uh, so I'm what just district? waiting to see. The guy, that, the, the guy that's there... I already put ads in the paper, challenged both the, 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 the Democratic candidate and the Republican candidate to debate, and they don't want to do it. Yeah. So, what district? Uh, so we're just, huh? What district in Wisconsin? District 1. District 1. Is that Paul Ryan's yeah, old district? My, that's Paul Ryan's old district. So so what I, what I did was I put in the paper, I said, you can tell why your old predecessor, you got, if you're third in line, for the house, your house representatives, and you're third in line for the presidency. You have to love your country. Yeah. You can't turn around and hate Donald Trump so much that you can't give him 28 billion, but you just gave the 44 billion to the Ukrainians. So they got to put that yeah. in perspective. That's true. And and they didn't, and they never responded. And the young lady that's running as a Democrat, I said, you have to say why your Democratic Party uh, let. Uh, people come from all over the country and lay siege to Kenosha for four days before you called out the National Guard. That's so cool. both of these people have to explain that. Amen. And 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 it's just something that's got to be done. And and there's you know that they're stuck with a pig farmer from Sharon. That's the people <laughs> in District One. They're gonna have to vote for me. Send me my truck says send this truck to Washington. It ain't got a straight fender on it, but anyway, <laughs> I, I, I appreciate you letting me grandstand on your show. You guys have a great weekend. Hey, Chuck, I wish you, uh, uh, before you go, um, are there more than one yeah. char, is there more than one Charles on your ballot in district <laughs> one in Wisconsin? No, no, it's, uh, it's a Brian and an Ann and me. There's only three people. So if you look up, vote Charles. if you look up for, if you look up first, if you look up, uh, Wisconsin first district, U.S. House of Representatives, those three will pop up on Ballotpedia. And my party is called the Going Away Party. Going Away. Going away. going away to jail. Going Away Party, I'm going away to Washington, and they're going away to jail. I wish you the best, Paul Chuck. Ryan still tell, Paul I, Ryan still tells that kid what to do. I, I wish you the best, Chuck. And when I come down to Wisconsin next time, you got to teach me how to square dance. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us, Chuck. <laughs> Vote for Charles. There it is. I think that's that's his his moniker. Vote for Charles. Hey, you listening to Back Right Radio on AM five sixty The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. He's a troublemaker. Hoff Daddy on the boards. We'll be right back. And now more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM five sixty The Answer.
just switch your attitude. Go and level up yourself. This that different latitude. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM 560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio uh, with the troublemaker himself. I love it every time my buddy Hoff Daddy is in there on the boards because he makes me sound good. What a lot of people don't know, Hoff Daddy speaks into my ear <laughs> when I'm not doing something right or will instruct me on how to do something right. This is the voice from above. Uh-oh, that's scary. Uh, you know, um, Maria Reyes, she's running for um, DuPage County Board District 1. I like what she said on, on, on Facebook. Evelyn, you know this is this is something I've said. She said, it's been 35-plus years since there's been since there has been immigration reform and no one wants to deal with immigration laws. Now, she's of, you know, Lat, Lat, Latina descent. And, you know, they're going to call her racist, too. You know, like they do black people. Anytime we talk about black issues that affect black communities as a whole. And because we come from a different perspective, you think they're going to call her racist? They, they will. Yeah. They'll find a way. Yeah. I hope she gets on in DuPage, too. I got to have her on. I, I really like her. I mean, I mean she's Mexican. Yeah. Um, I mean, and she's a police officer. Ha ha, Milan. You and your hatred for police officers. Uh, we're gonna get on that later. It's not. But, it's not a hatred for police. Yeah, it is. I don't care what you say. Just wait. Just uh, wait till I talk about how I talk about it this time. But you know, Milan. You know, my, I've said it. Um, it's like immigration is the third rail of politics now. Remember, it used to be Social Security. Nobody wanted to talk about Social Security. Nobody wants to reform it or fix the problem. Nobody wants to fix the immigration problem because it's a multi. Billion dollar industry. Why would you? Right? Well, you know what? I think they're afraid to take it on because look, Obama had a choice. Immigration, health care, you know, black people wanted to push their uh, big issues. Well, well, matter of fact, the one big issue was reparations. And he chose health care yeah. because he didn't want to take on that third rail of immigration yeah. and right. none of the politicians do. Yeah. Because, you know, that's that's gonna decide the future of this country. Yeah. You know, because what what are you gonna do? Marco Rubio tried. Now I got to give him a gang credit. of sixteen or a gang of eight or whatever. Gang, he was that, he's gang eight. He tried and he got destroyed by his own that party. Hurt his, that hurt his presidential aspirations. Yes, it did. It yeah. hurt him yeah. real bad. If if he wouldn't have took that on, I think people would have uh-huh. kind of believed in him, and he would have probably gave Trump more of a run for his money. He would have. Then he would. It wouldn't have been Ted Cruz. It would have been him. Well, I was on uh, Rubio's Illinois. Uh, presidential team here in Illinois, me and uh, former Senator Mike Connolly. Um, and we, we got to meet him and, you know, talk to him. And he, he's he's a real good dude. And he, he's probably one of the best articulators of the conservative message that I've probably ever met. That's true. Now, yeah. in hindsight, you got to take this issue on. I mean, he tried. What was so wrong? You had to make people wait 20 years before they can become a full-fledged citizen. Right. I, I, if you've been over here for 20 years... And you make them wait another 20, they're almost dead. Yeah. Depending on what age they are before they become a citizen. So, I mean, you got to take this issue on. I just said it's probably at least 30 to 40 million illegals in this country. And that's just reality. If you can do basic math, you have to take this issue on. Whether it's filtering out people, trying to figure out if they may not be a productive citizen or not. However you do it. It's got to be a new immigration system yeah. put in place. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, it's, it's antiquated. It's 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 outdated, mm. you know. And and you know what? One of the things though, you, you you really have to look at, you know, you look at how so many people despise and have issues with America. 
But these people want to come in because they realize opportunity is found in America. Yeah. They're not trying to bust down Russia. They're not trying to bust down China or or even they they passing through other uh, South American countries to get to where to America. That's right. Because this is this is truly still the land of opportunity. You get to America, you you completely change the trajectory of your family's life, and that's why I I, I keep saying Republicans get engaged. Create a plan. Fix this immigration system. Because we can't just be sitting, filling with our hands while the Democrats, they won't do anything. No. They look at this, they look at them as a, a whole new voter base. Yeah. You know, get them in, you know, get them, you know, they'll become voters. Get them hooked. Get yeah. them hooked. You, you, on the you stop. That's right. You, know, right. you stop short. <laughs> get them hooked on the system, you know. But it's, it's, it's unfortunate that there's really nobody really, um, I love what Maria just said. She said, Dealing with immigration is like dealing with crime in big cities. Nobody wants to deal with it. Look yeah. and look at what's happening in Chicago. It's languishing because yeah. nobody wants to fix what's happening in Chicago. No, why? People, it, people, in New York, people are easier to control when you have them in fear, separated. You know, reaching out for for a helping hand. They're easier to control. Yeah, and and, and you know what else? We. I'm not me. Not you. But people take their freedom for granted and they believe in what the media is telling them how they're victims, how they're oppressed in some sort of way, thinking that they don't have freedoms. Brittany Griner? Yeah. Hello? Yeah. Hello? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, would, you think she wouldn't want to see the American justice system right now? All the right. one you say is broken? You're just trying to pull it out of me. I'm waiting. I'm saving it for later. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to touch on it, and I'm going to come at it from your perspective, <laughs> oh, from go. Dan Prosper's perspectives, from Jim from South Elgin, from Mark Wiremiller. I'm going to come at it from you all's perspective. But 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 we, we're on immigration right now. We're on immigration. <laughs> I want to milk. I want to milk immigration from our perspective. And, but and, you know. I, I also think of, of the, the portion of, of immigration that not a lot of people are looking at. You know, drugs, drug trafficking, mm-hmm. human trafficking, sex trafficking. As I said earlier, diseases bringing um, new diseases and diseases that we've eradicated in America decades ago. That's all coming there. That's, the, that's what you have with, with illegal immigration. Yeah, but, but you know what? You just touched on it. You just said it. Uh, something that I almost forgot. How can you accuse Ron DeSantis and other governors of genius? Oh, no, 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 no. Not of genius. Of human trafficking. Oh, yeah. On an air conditioner bus, put up in hotels and everything else. You know, the Democrats, they know how to control language and make people out to be the bad guy. And people today don't have common sense. Yeah. How are you going to make these people into into uh, uh, traffickers? So you're going to do Biden the same way? Because remember, Biden was doing the same thing. He started it. Yeah. He started How it. How about that? You're going you gonna to do that to Biden? You, you're going you're gonna to charge Biden with uh, human trafficking? And then you got that idiot mayor that you spoke up for at first. You gave him the Which benefit one? of the doubt. I'm about to tell you. The benefit of the doubt because he was a former police officer. Oh. The mayor oh, of New York. I, oh, oh uh, this administration oh. has control of this situation. Don't think they don't. Man, dude, no. you gonna eat? You better eat your words. I get off of it if you eat your words. Was I, is no. he an idiot? Yes or no? Yeah, no he's beyond an idiot. Oh, thank you. Okay, <laughs> I, I'll leave it alone. I'll, yeah. I'll, even I, his policing stances. Okay, thank you. They thought he would he would be a fighter for them, and he's he has he's not he's not you know done that. He's I'm not gonna, done it. I'm gonna let the audience forget that you ever stuck up for him. No, well, why did I stick up for him though? Because he's a police officer, and, and he was and, a hard nosed police officer back in the day. And you thought he could bring law and order back to to you know to New York? 
Yeah, and he and he has no he doesn't he, he doesn't want to do it. Let's go back to the phone lines. Mitchell, that's Blaine's. What's up? So Mitchell, uh, um, you were one of two of those um, one point two billion dollar uh, winners, right? Come on, man. No, I wish. If I were, we'd all have to be having a great dinner right now between the three of us. <laughs> but no, I was not uh, the lucky winner. But you know, Berlan and John. The thing about immigration is that it is used as a tool to manufacture consent, right? Uh-huh. Now, if you notice, the federal government is so what I call upside down because they can't make anything accountable or anyone accountable for their actions. I mean, look at the effect just in Illinois as being a sanctuary city. The public school systems are nothing but breeding grounds for gangbangers, okay, from all different countries over the last five years. Okay, so why these guys are these kids, they're, they're watching their video games or playing their video games or violent video games in school. You're developing a bunch of kids that have attitudes with iPads. And now they're being, you know, they're being, they're being basically indoctrinated into a game system. Okay, that's the biggest problem. Now, there's also a thing called the law of supply and demand. So as obviously you have all these immig- you know, immigrants coming from all over the world, right? The doors are wide open. Yep. You're com- they're competing. They're taking spots for people to live at. You're- so they're competing for your jobs. They're competing for where your you know your rentals. Good luck finding a rental today. Yeah, okay? that's true. And then, so so the thing is that this has been going on since the beginning of time. So because Democrats don't understand the law of supply and demand, they don't have because you got to understand in uh, the public system, public school system in the state of Illinois, it's eighty six percent funded by us, the taxpayers. They don't care. Yeah. They're like, come on in. And I'll tell you, the unintended consequences, John and Berlin, yeah. is the people that are here. That because they're going to be the one that's going to be paying for what I call the residual amount of money. Do you hear what I'm saying here, Daddy-O? I hear you. I hear you loud <laughs> yeah. Daddy-O. I don't know uh, what Thanks so much for calling, <laughs> Mitchell. Uh, he, was, he was tame, though, that, in yeah. my opinion, huh, Daddy? That, yeah. was, that was him taking deep breaths. You listen to the Black and White. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Now return to Black and White on AM560. The answer. Here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and White Radio. That voice is the man who won hands down against George Michaels. The incomparable Marvin Gaye. We're moving on. <laughs> We're moving on. Oh, there we go. We're moving on. If we get some callers today, yeah. we're going to ask them uh-huh. our Tupac. new category. Oh, NWA our new and who? Uh, uh, between Tupac and Vanilla Ice, yeah. NWA. I can't believe we had somebody. Oh, speaking of, the boat cruise. Yeah. You know, um, I call it a success. It was, what, 65, 70-something people on the boat? All right. Um you know, I want to thank my sponsors for to, for making that happen. See Stephen Tucker for health health insurance mentors, uh, St- attorney Stephen Leahy, uh, Dennis Rebelletti for Senate, uh, Rimke's Garage, who's also a sponsor of the show, uh, Micron Silver, um, Jeffrey Adams, um, new guy we brought in. He's hopefully he sponsors the show, and Thomas DeVore for AG. You know, I mean, it couldn't happen without them. I want to thank um, Dan Ehrman. I mean, Dan was everywhere. <laughs> Dan Ehrman worked really hard yesterday. I mean, last week on the boat cruise. And, um, you know, Marcus and Jeff for, you know, allowing me to do it because 
It's the third year. That was the third year, Valon. I've been there every year. Yeah. If you missed it, Valon, did they miss a good time? They missed a great time. Oh, I man. got a little loose. I got to hang out yeah. with Amy Jacobson yeah, you did. You did. and talk on the mic yeah. with the legend. <laughs> and she is a legend. She is. She's amazing. I, I love Amy. But, Valon, you know, one, one thing that we didn't talk about with um, the, the whole immigration issue. Hoff uh, Daddy, you maybe you can help us with this because I'm, I'm, I'm confused. I, I'm not confused. I'm confused about this. You got to explain that. How? There's how a fine is, line between confused and concussed. Okay, that's okay. I'm, I'm probably both then. <laughs> um, how is it that you get you you want to sue for somebody violating your rights? What rights? You have no rights. You are not an American citizen. Oh, I got to stop with the rights. I, I got to yes raise no. my hand. Yeah, it, it's not in the constitution. It's, it's the it's the but it's this new settled law. I've heard people talking about it. Once you get over here, you do have certain rights. None. You no, no, should hold on because you're both wrong. No. Okay, all right. I, I know where you're going. Go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It, it, the application of United States policy and United States law mm-hmm. on United States land must conform to the Constitution, which means anyone on United States land who is subject to United States law, say someone who is breaking the law by entering the country, perhaps, yeah, is granted the rights under the Constitution that apply to that law. Yeah. So. You know, if it, now Fourth Amendment may not be, you know, that that's that's kind of here and there because you're basically you don't have a, a valid presence, right? Yeah. A valid standing. But the Fifth Amendment would definitely apply, stuff okay. like that. So you know, you have to, as long as the immigration law and the application of the immigration law conforms to the Constitution, then those rights are covered. Yeah, I once say no. it doesn't. Um, once the enforcement of something or the actual law itself is unconstitutional, as yeah. determined by a court, then obviously that that then they got to get deported. That set of rights has been de- yeah. has been uh, violated. Yeah. Well, I've heard people talking about it on Newsmax and over the weekend. They don't get into detail like you just did, but they do say that they are covered under law with certain rights, and that's about all. That's yeah, as the law is written. Okay, yeah. all right. Okay, well, yeah. I'm not wrong. If they change you both the law are wrong. and it survives constitutional scrutiny, then that will apply. As change well. the law. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm, How about just enforce it? Oh, enforce the right, law right. right now is fine. Yeah, if, if you just. Do your jobs. Yeah. yeah. Not you two. What? ICE. Well, well, ICE can't do the job. They're handcuffed with this administration. Exactly. Yeah. You know, think about that. Yeah. Think about that. The, the, the institution that you built to service this issue, you've put them in, you put them in handcuffs. Hmm. Think about that for a minute. That's crazy. Remember, remember that? Think yeah. about that, Rilan? Uh-huh. <laughs> think about that for a minute, though. <laughs> you know, pause, say la, think, ponder. You know, and, and, and nobody's doing nothing about it. Uh-uh. You know, Vlad? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Touchy subject. Why? Nothing no, should be off limits, Vlad. Nobody wants to lose their career, almost lose their career. Remember, Marco Rubio was almost out of politics. They begged him to come back and run, and he won, oh, hands down. But he was about to retire and chill out with his wife and say, hey, yeah. forget it. He, he 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 used a lot of his credibility. You didn't remind me Terry's on I don't want to give her a minute. I'll take her after the break. Okay. You didn't remind me. You said you were going to remind me because you're going to tease her. I'm so sorry, Terry. But guess what? You coming up after the break because I want to ask you a question. Uh-oh. I thought you were going to tease her. I, was, I don't want to just jump on and say, hey, wait a minute. I'm going to ask <laughs> you a question nothing. first. I'm going to ask you a question first. <laughs> okay. You know, um, we had somebody travel all the way, Laura, from all the way from Texas. Austin, Texas on the awesome. boat too. And she's a hottie. Oh, God. Okay. Hey, I had to say it. How dare you? Villain. Not her. Villain. 
Yes. You okay? Hey, she knows she's it. Okay. She's she's one. She's an amazing person. Yes. How about that? Okay. I All mean, right. And, and, and you know, I brought her on the show, and um, she. I mean, she was. She knows her stuff. And, and yeah, yeah. And, I mean, she's she's down in Texas with you know where where Texas, Arizona, California. That's the hotbed of everything when it comes to immigration. It's a nice. It's a lot of nice looking women in Texas. Oh my God, dude! Really? I'm an alpha male, man. I don't hold back. Oh my God. Can we? Can, can I kick him out, Huff Daddy? I, I want him to go. After this segment, he's got to go. Hey, <laughs> yeah, your mic's off. Good. <laughs> You're listening to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony. On AM560, The Answer. Maybe I'm foolish, maybe I'm blind. Thinking I can see through this and see what's behind. Welcome back no way to Black and Right Radio on AM560, so The Answer. I'm, I'm your host, John Anthony. I'll tell you some of the best stuff happens during commercial break. I, I'm, I joined, say yeah, I'm joined by my good buddy, my friend. Verlon, the troublemaker Galloway. Hey, where are the white women at? Yeah! (laughs) Hope Daddy, you took it right out of my mouth. Where the white women at, baby? See, you definitely don't have a black card there. You... (laughs) Your black card is completely gone, then, according to some, right? Uh, we got a white woman on the phone right now. But do you know most of the most of those Afrocentric guys? Who are they with? They're dating white women, and they, you know, it's like okay. Well, times have changed. Well, it has. I don't have a problem with it. I'm 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 blackish. I'm white. But I'm just saying the young people they have totally changed that. They have, yeah, they, it's a lot of like our generation and yeah. older. They Phillip, got they got the Philip from Blue. And oh, did I just call Philip out? Yeah, he's he's got to hang up too. Yeah, let's hey, go. Whitey, where's your hat? <laughs> That's Dangerfield, right? Yeah. Let's go to phone lines to Terry. Terry, welcome to Black and Right. Terry, before you go to your point, oh, I want to ask Uh-oh. you a question. Oh God. How do you feel okay. now? How do you feel now that death and destruction has come to Rogers Park? Uh oh. Two people shot, one died. How do you feel? Well, I I don't like it, but I I haven't had any problems myself. It'll grow. Think of the Gold Coast. Wait, they, problems they, have always been in Rogers Park. Not really. I yeah. used to be around there all the time back yeah. in the day, and it was beautiful. I could walk around all times of the night. I slept on the beach, all kind of stuff. Now. <laughs> You you ain't black, bro. <laughs> now, no beaches. Man. Go ahead, Terry. We, <laughs> Go ahead, Terry. He, he, he's filibustering your time, Terry. Okay. All right. Uh, I, I don't know if this is important to you guys, but uh, I noticed uh, 30 years ago when I was still working as a waitress, the restaurant owners quit hiring black and white cooks. The cooks became uh, all Latinos. Uh just follow the money if you want to figure out why, and uh, I think that's not right. It's yeah. not right, but I remember they was paying them under the table way less money. They work for less money, but see, people didn't know how they could make that less money and then still survive. Hey. And they still do this to the, till today. Now, I, and I'm I'm not speaking just out of my wazoo. This is the truth. They'll they'll stay ten and fifteen people to a house and pay next to nothing. In rent because they all put together, uh, put in together. Black people can't do that. Now, I don't know about white people. I don't think they could do it really either. You can't keep two women in the same house, much less, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, 10, 15 people, uh, but they do it. 
And that's how they buy property and they expand and they, they do it under the table. Well, that's how a lot of immigrant groups have done that for many, many years. If yeah. you look at the formation of Southside, yeah. the Irish and the uh, and the Italians on, the, on different parts and the Germans on the Northwest side. And then uh, when I was in high school, I had friends who were whose parents were from Poland who yeah. had 14 relatives. They buy a two flat. And, yeah. they'd, they'd, but that's, and they that's a different. smart way to do it. But yeah. they're different. They come from hard times. When they come over here... It's beautiful. You can stay 10 people to a house because of what they've seen growing up. Yeah. This is paradise. We don't know anything about that. We're spoiled. Yeah. Thanks so much for calling us, Terry. But you're right. I mean, it's... it's. But you know what? I'm sorry, man. I don't know. No Mexican that can't cook. That, that food be that's true. fire. That's true. I'm telling you, man. I, I mean, I, I don't have a problem with it. You know, I, and you know, anytime you start talking about these type of topics, you know, people want to... And call us hateful and things of that nature, but I'm with Larry Elder. We got a country to save, yeah. and 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 there there are proper um, um, channels to come into this country, and the people that, have, that 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 obey the law and do do everything they have to do to become a citizen, I they're all upset about it. Nobody's talking about that, Villan. Now I don't go Ann Coulter. I, I don't I don't deep six, but she did have a point on this issue. If all of these people get amnesty, what do you think is going to happen to this country? I know one thing was going to happen to this country because we're only twelve percent. Black people are going to become an afterthought. Well, they already are. Well, but they but politically the Demo- they've already started that. Yeah, but they always use us as the victim and fight and the Democrats rather, right? And they want to fight for your vote and they right. want to lock you in, right? Who vote? Who vote? Do you think they're going to fight for if that? 55 million becomes 87 million. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Who do you think they're going to want to indoctrinate? Yeah. Who do you think they're going to put on the food stamps and give the free housing to and, and medical so they can lock them into the Democrat well, plantation? In, some, in some areas, they're getting yeah, it now. Yeah, yeah, but it's still some that wants to be entrepreneurs. But once they sell them that dream and get them locked in, that 85 million, 87 million, 90 million is going to be too too hard to resist. Yeah, but they're going to go for that. But, we're done. Vivillan, I do think I do think black people are waking up to you know, systematically what's been happening to them politically um for decades. I do. And and I think you know, Joe Biden, guess what? He's not president without black people help help assisting him winning uh, South Carolina. James Cly- He owes his presidency to James Clyburn. Yeah. Because there's no I mean, he loses South Carolina, he's done. Yeah. He would not have been the candidate. And they knew that. Yeah. They knew they needed that puppet in the White House. You know, that that I, I got to find that audio because I played it all the time. Remember when Barack Obama, if I could find somebody, that yeah. I could put an earpiece in their ear and uh, I'm in my basement, you know, and calling the shots from my basement. Dude, that's what's happening. Well, if Barack Obama has an earpiece talking in his ear, he's not doing a good job. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, he, he's continuing to punish the whole. I think this whole Trump, you know, FBI thing was 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 set up by Barack's team. I do. Hmm. I do. I mean, dude, listen. Barack's from Chicago, man. <laughs> they know how to take somebody out. Yeah. They know how to take somebody out, and they're not afraid to take somebody out. And that's what they're doing. And and I, I hope, I'm sorry, I know a lot of people don't want him to run. I hope he declares. I'm going to wear my Trump Illinois hat in here every every week until um, Trump wins. But just remember, Donald Trump's from New York. They fight hard, too. That's it. We'll be right back. Don't put your blame on me. My 
Let's get it to him, baby girl. Black and right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the Troublemaker. And now she's arrived. Carol Davis from Illinois Conservative Union. Welcome, Carol. Hi, John, and the Verlon, the famous Verlon. Uh, how you doing? <laughs> John, Yeah, you didn't tell me she was so beautiful. Yeah, well, Carol's amazing. Huh. You can see the glow. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, now you, you boys are going to have to behave yourselves now. <laughs> and a fighter. Mom's here. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Yeah, uh, Carol's a fighter, too. So, But in the next hour, um, we'll really tackle up. Tackle some issues that's happening, um, not just here in the state of Illinois, but across the country as, as it relates to the election integrity issues. Yeah. And, um, Carol, your, your organization has been, like, out there on the front lines fighting this, you know, for, for years, actually. Yes, we have. You well, know. you know, we started in the... Uh uh, at, in 2008, as one of those nasty Tea Party groups that everybody complained yeah. about, and uh, we realized pretty quickly that um, if we don't have free and fair elections, we can advocate all we want for good candidates, and if they're going to steal the election at yeah. midnight on election day, it's yeah. no good. So yeah, we started quite a few years ago, uh, and and it took us a couple of years to figure out that we're not going to get a whole lot of help here in Illinois. So we're the ones that actually ended up, I went to Washington and knocked on the door at Judicial Watch, and we sued the Illinois State Board of Elections to try to force them to clean our voter rolls. And believe it or not, that lawsuit is still working its way through the courts, but things are finally looking like they're leaning our way. So, And Shostokis is your attorney on this, right? Jay, yes, Dave, Dave was great. He got us started, and the great attorneys at Judicial Watch worked, and, yeah. and Steve Bolton also in Chicago is working yeah. with us, too. Oh, the chairman, Chicago GOP yeah. chairman. Yeah, yeah. So. Wow. You think we'll ever see election integrity in the state of Illinois? Or, or how about this, Carol? Will we ever see election day return back to Illinois? Well, I tell you what, there's a huge move all across the nation towards that exact thing. And I'm very fortunate because in addition to being the chairman of Illinois Conservative Union, about a year ago, there's a big free free market um, organization in D.C. called Freedom Works. And we've got about six million activists all over the Mm -hmm. country. And last fall, Freedom Works asked me to be the national director for their election integrity initiative. Wow. So I have been traveling all over the country training like I do here in Illinois in all the battleground states and uh, I have been in touch with some of the top election experts in the nation for the last year working closely with them there is a lot of exciting stuff going on in the election integrity space so we've got a lot to be hopeful for but we got a lot of work cut out for us here in Illinois yeah and there are other ways they they, you know a lot lot of people don't talk about you I think about Beverly Miles who's who's on the way um, she, nobody knows knew who she was that she was running against J.B. Pritzker, and now he's inundating her with all these lawsuits, and you know she has to pay for that out of her own pocket. And so I wanted to bring her on to talk about that, you know, because 
I mean, she's a Democrat, you know, but I, I don't care. You know, Vilan knows that, right, Vilan? Oh, yeah. We bring, we bring people on, on hey, the show. Our organization is nonpartisan. Yeah. And guess what? The DOJ and the, the hard left, they're no one's friend right Correct. now. And They will come <laughs> after anybody who stands up against their cabal. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, we were one of the Tea Party groups that the IRS came after in oh, 2012. Lois yeah, Lerner? Lois Lerner. We got a hit list letter from her <laughs> and the Inquisition. So we know what it's like to deal with a government that's been weaponized yeah. against its citizens. Yeah. And this is even worse than you know, the IRS. In the next hour, I really want to delve into that because um, a lot of people don't really, you know, a lot of people shrug that off as if it was a nothing burger. I think it was the beginning of the weaponization out and, and out and about and did no, no longer caring about being caught. You know, I think that was the beginning of that, of, of the federal government really doing it out and about. So, um, guys, hour two coming up next. Carol Davis, Valon the Troublemaker, and Beverly Miles will be here. We'll be right back. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Hour two of Black and Right Radio on AM560 The Answer. If you missed the first hour, head over to 560theanswer.com. Click on the Black and Right um, and you can download the podcast. You don't have to worry about commercials or anything like that. Um, while you're at it, share the feed. We're on YouTube. No, we're not on YouTube. I forgot my YouTube. I keep forgetting that, that my YouTube page was deleted by the overlords. Huh. <laughs> by the overlords. But we are on Rumble and Facebook. So go ahead and share this, share the feeds. Like us throughout all of my social media accounts, TikTok, Rumble. You know, I you, I had so many people say, well, you need to get rid of YouTube. Go to Rumble. Well, where are you guys at? You're not liking the Rumble page, Black and Right Radio. Get over there. No, get over, get over there. You know, let's do it. Um, I'm so happy to be joined by my buddy, the troublemaker, uh, Verlon. Galloway. I love doing this, John. I love Uh-oh. doing this. And Here I, I want to ditto what you said. You know, people, go download that first hour because yeah. we had a conversation. And the conversation can be so insightful. Yeah. It's not yelling at the wall. No. And I'm telling you, that the the breaks pay for itself. I wish you could hear the breaks. Oh, yeah, my God. I know. I know. If, if we had the camera rolling and audio with the breaks, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. But then we couldn't say most of the stuff we say, though. That's true, too. <laughs> And we're also joined by Carol Davis. Uh, did you found, did you, did, were you the founder of Illinois Conservative Union or are you just a chairman? Well, here's an interesting story. Illinois Conservative Union was actually founded in 1974 oh. by some of the most revered conservative names in the state of Illinois. Ooh. Phil Crane, oh, yes. Henry Hyde, and they were going strong for about 10 years. And then in 1984, something happened that made them decide their work was done. Oh, Ronald Reagan yeah. got elected. Yeah. Huh. And so they just kind of figured, hey, we've solved all the problems in the world. And 
can you imagine what Illinois might be like if they would have just kept pressing on? Yeah. Oh. But anyway, we when we decided to stop being a Tea Party group, I thought, well, you know what? I wonder if we could check around and see what other organizations are around. And I found history on Illinois Conservative Union and some of the original founders mm-hmm. were still there and I reached out to them and they were thrilled for us to pick oh. up and carry on the name and so that happened about eight years ago. So. Is there any association with ACU? Yes originally uh, ACU was going to have like a branch in every state mm-hmm. so there are still a couple of states that have a state you know, like Illinois yeah. Conservative, Michigan Conservative Union and so we just carried on with that name. Yeah you got to talk to Matt Schlapp. I want to do my showdown at CP yeah, I guess this, our states are not no longer affiliated with American yeah. Conservative Union, but we're allowed to keep the name. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, it's great. Uh, what, Vlad? The beady eyes. <laughs> I heard you say this name three times. Tea Party. Is that dream dead? No. You know what? The Tea Party has grown up, matured. Uh, you know, what started out as a bunch of rowdy, you know, teenagers have, have matured. They're holding office right now. They are still working hard. The people who were serious in that movement yeah. have not given up the vision. And we have to remember, T stand, stood for taxed enough already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what it was for. And I always like to remind people, they think the Tea Party started when Barack Obama was elected. Mm-hmm. That is not true. Oh. The Tea Party started in late 2008 when George Bush and Hank Paulson used our tax money uh, to bail out the banks and Wall right. Street. Mm. That's what got us all riled up. Because yeah. I was a single mom with two kids, working two jobs, trying to make ends meet. And all of a sudden, they're using my tax money to bail out right. bankers. Right. So remember that, folks. Yeah. Tea Party was not a backlash against Barack Obama. He just doubled down on all the bad practices. I didn't know that, that backstory because I, I, I thought it did rise up. It's important for people to know that because that's why they call us racists. Right. And nothing could be further from the truth. We were fighting for everybody. They're going to call you racist regardless. Don't even even, (laughs) uh, think that. No matter what, they would have found some reason to call you racist. But I want to refer back to that fierce party you was talking about before Ronald Reagan. Little did they know, if they had hindsight, the the left doesn't quit. They come back stronger and more powerful, and look where they are now, and look what they did to this country the last three years. That's something that the people that you were talking about couldn't envision. Yeah. You're absolutely right. You know, in fact, on my signature line, on my emails, I say that tyranny is like rust. It mm. never sleeps. Yeah. It's constantly eating away at the foundations of everything we value. Yeah. You know, why do you think they're constantly painting on battleships? Yeah. Because they'd be yeah. rust buckets if oh, they didn't. That's true. And the price of freedom is eternal vigilance. And who's ever had a toddler in their home? Me. Uh, eternal vigilance is <clears throat> not easy. It's very no, it's hard. Not. But it can mean the difference between life and death for that little one. And it's the same for our constitutional republic. Yeah. Eternal vigilance, folks. Never yeah. give up. I agree. Yeah. Um, uh, Carol, you got a caller. Oh, look yeah. at that. Yeah. Already. Just wow. got here and already got callers. Joanne from Midway. Welcome to Black and Right. Well, thank you. I have a question for Carol. Hi, Joanne. Uh, hi. You know, about three, four weeks ago, we got our new voters' cards. Well, lo and behold, just yesterday, we got new voters' cards again. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing is, I checked them out. And they're both identical. Now, why would they send you these voter ID cards 
uh, three, four weeks ago, and then sand another one. What county and are you? And now it's not only me, but my husband got a second one, my son got a second one, Sounds like the and our neighbors. And you're sure they're exactly right? Exactly. I used a magnifying glass one from left, <laughs> right, top okay. to bottom. Numbers, uh, districts, uh, uh, state reps. And your address and your name. In other words, it doesn't have like first name, initial, and then a last name. And then your se- other second one has your first name, a different middle initial, and your last name, or some kind of no, minor spelling identical. change. Okay, because wow. if that was the case, if there was a, any slight difference, you are actually on the voter rolls twice. Yeah. But in this case, um, are you in, what county are you in? Cook. Okay, hmm. yeah, it's probably, you know, just some blip with their mailing house. Unfortunately, our clerks don't do all of this stuff. Mo- uh-huh. Most of our election stuff is farmed out to third-party uh, organizations, folks. So wow. half the time, the clerks don't even know what's going on. Didn't they close some polling places in Cook County too? Could that be the reason? Did you see if the if your polling location changed? Yeah, on your voter ID card, it doesn't normally show uh, voting place. It does. Mine does. It usually yeah. does. Mine yeah. does. Yeah. See, I, I, not on ours. It doesn't have our voting place because our voting place uh, in the past three years has been the same place. But prior to that, we did go to different places. Oh, wow. You know what I would do? I would jump online and just check your registration uh, just to confirm. And that will show you your polling location because John's right. They might have changed locations. And that's why you got two. Yeah. Um, if everything's identical, like I said, the, you know, the thing people have to watch for is even if there's just one minor misspelling or one middle initial that's different, you might be on the voter rolls twice. And then, of course, you'd have to get that fixed. Yeah. But, um, and then if you had to do that, what would you do? Call Board of Elections? Yes. Call them and, and just ask them. Say, I got this twice. And I want to know why. Are there two registrations in my name? You should have a specific, unique voter ID number. I know, and that's identical. Okay. Oh. Then, yeah, it was probably a mailing house thing. And uh, unfortunately, they that kind of stuff does happen. But as long as all that is identical, you don't have to worry about you being on the rolls twice, which would mean you would vote under your name, and then someone else could come in and vote oh, under no, your not slightly the different way. name. <laughs> not the Chicago way. But you know way. what? She's right. Thanks so much even, for calling, Even Joanne. back in the day. Uh, when they closed polling places, I used to go, uh, when they changed it, and I went to one of my polling places, they said, no, no, you don't vote here anymore. You vote over there. So they, she's right. They don't, t- they doesn't have anything specific. Mine does. Mine, well, you're mine from Indiana. Did. But I'm talking about back, back oh, in the day okay. when I did vote in Chicago. We always recommend everyone, before voting starts, get online and confirm your own registration. Because and, and where can people do that, Carol? They can do it on their county website or in, of course, you know, most counties have this board, you know, the mm-hmm. elections office. And, of course, then you've got Chicago, um, you know, Bloomington. There's a few cities that have their own separate yeah. uh, elections office. Now, Carol, when, when we come back, I do want to get into the Loris Learner and how they targeted you guys and and really started that mass weaponization of, of, of federal government and they've taken it to, to, to new heights now. It has amped you up know, for I sure. mean and I mean these people the, was it Dennis Prager said the left the left never quits. Mm-hmm. They never sleep. 
you know, while, well, they're plotting the destruction of America while we sleep. They're like Russ. They are. You listen to them black and right. Carol Davis from an Illinois Conservative Union, Troublemaker. Beverly Miles is here. We'll be right back. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm on the loose, whoa, 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 making moves. I need some room, whoa, 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 don't always call. With Donut Song, Donut Song, hey, control. Oh, they want some growth here. Don't be rogue, something new. Even when I lose, I make it look cold. Black and Right with John Anthony. Oh, we have some great guests in the studio today. Carol Davis, and we have a new one in the studio. Can you introduce yourself? I am Beverly Miles. Oh, wait. I told her when I let her in, I can't wait to hear what you have to say. <laughs> you know, um, Beverly, thanks so much for that. I appreciate that. Beverly, uh, I'm so happy to have you here. Um, when you think about the right to run for office or people that run for office, you should never have to go through some of the things that you've gone through. And I got to play this ad that people who play by the rules, Dan Prof, Pack uh, made about you. And where you were speaking about Pritzker must go. And then we'll get into it to talk about. I'm sorry, I was running here. I'm trying to hold my breath. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's a travesty. It's a, what's, it's a travesty. It's a mockery. It's a sham. That, that thing that George plays all the time. Because it really is. It's a travesty of a mockery, of a sham, of a mockery, of a travesty, of two mockeries, of a sham. Yeah, because what you, what you, what you're, what you had to endure and what you're currently enduring should not happen in a republic, in a, in a republic. But it is happening. George, cue the um, video, the audio, rather. It's, it's, it's just, it's, it's. Carry the words duty and honor means everything to me. Though values mean nothing to Governor Prisker, who tried to get me fired from my job as a nurse. People like me and you need to stand up to J.B. Prisker, mafia politics. I'm a lifelong Democrat. I believe in serving others. We are less safe in our neighborhoods. Our tax burdens are up. Our job opportunities are down. We put Prisker in office. He failed us. Wow. That's true. Beverly Miles, folks. Beverly First of all, let's 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 learn who is Beverly Miles. What made you decide to run for office against a sitting incumbent Democrat governor? Um, there's three uh, things that stood out the most to me is um, it, okay, mm-hmm. the violence in uh, the state of Illinois, high property taxes, and unemployment. So those are the reasons why I decided to run for governor. Mm-hmm. You know, just looking at some st- statistics, you all, you all have to forgive me. I just got off work, so That's I worked fine. all night. <laughs> That's fine. You know, Sally uh, according to the state of safety in Illinois, reports that eight uh, reports in a survey that 80 percent of the residents of the state of Illinois um, have issues with gun violence here in the state, uh, which make up. 30 percent, which which is 30 percent higher than the national and the national average is 53 percent. Yeah. So that speaks volume. Wow. Then when it comes to unemployment, according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, the state of Illinois unemployment is at 4.5 percent, which is highest in the Midwest, which ranked third in our country, which which at the national level, it averages at 3.7 percent. Okay. And then when you get into uh, property taxes. 
um, the Illinois average effective ta- tax rate is at 2.6 percent, yeah. nearly double the national. The average homeowner in the state of Illinois pays four thousand five hundred and twenty-seven thousand a year in property taxes. Yeah. The current tax code does consider the average homeowner. Most of us in the state of Illinois, we don't have money to pull toilets out of our home oh. to get a tax uh-huh. break like Governor J.B. Prisker did. So when I looked at all of those dynamics, I just made my decision to get in the race and be the yeah. people's choice. Now, you, you're a veteran. I you, am a veteran. You're a nurse. I am. Um, how, how are they t- saying that you violated the Hatch Act? I know that's part of the, the, the issues that you're dealing with currently. It is. Um, um, well, I mean, they're stating they brought charges against me by stating that I am in violation of the Hatch Act. However, when I made my decision to run for governor, I made my decision based on information that was afforded to me by the local policy. Yeah. And the local policy did not state I could not run for governor. Right. Once I made my announcement, I would say approximately six days after I made my announcement, I began receiving phone calls from the Office of Special Counsel in Washington, D.C., phone calls and emails telling me that I was in violation of the um, the Hatch Act, which was put in place by Teddy Mm-hmm. President Roosevelt in 1939, I think. Yeah. And um, but based on the local policy, the local policy state stated that I could. Right. So um, I was getting a lot of pressure um, that I could either withdraw my candidacy publicly or resign from my position as a nurse at the VA or uh, be subjected to termination. And um, I decided to fight back. And I hired a lawyer, and I've been fighting this battle almost over a year now. Wow. Yeah. How much is it, if you don't mind, is it, is it cost you a lot of money? Of you course. don't have to say the amount, but is, it's, is it, it's a lot. Yeah. Is it draining you right now when it comes? It, it drained me, you yeah. know. So I'm, you know, barely staying afloat, but uh, I'm fighting the good fight because it's what I believe in. Yeah. I'm sorry that this happened to you, but if people don't know by now, this is the heavy hand of the Democrats. This mm-hmm. is what they do. Now, Something that's near and dear to my heart. This governor made us, because I work in healthcare as well, made us, forced us to take a so-called vaccine or lose their livelihood. How do you feel about that? Um, I, I, I have mixed feelings about it, uh, and I think it should be a personal choice. Um, it shouldn't be, um, uh, people shouldn't be forced to do it. Um. I was forced um, in order for me because I work in healthcare, and um, you know. Well, I got out of it, but get out of what? Taking that, you know it. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I didn't okay. take it. Yeah, I didn't take it. But um, I had to go to a whole another state and get another doctor that doesn't care about Illinois politics to give me that uh, waiver. Yeah. But you know, I like I said, I got out of it. But um, do you give any validity? to the politicians that say, hey, we don't know what's going on. Um, we have to do this because it's going to save lives. And, hind- and and not look at hindsight, because hindsight, now we know it was all a bunch of nonsense. Mm-hmm. But do, do you give those po- uh, politicians a pass? I don't. Healthcare should never be political. Yeah. Healthcare is a choice between the patient and their provider. So um, to answer your question, they should not get a pass. Thank you. Yeah. That, that, what, that's the only question you have for? What, Phelan? 
That's the most important. It's a lot. It's it's a 180 million people or more walking around with this fluid in their systems that's giving people adverse reactions. I know a girl that I used to work with personally, and her and her guy called me to uh, just to tell me what happened to them yeah. at their job. They were forced to take it. She has an enlarged heart now. Her her heart is twice the size. Yeah, and she was already a heavy girl, and I know them personally. So, and and the, and the Democrat. Media and Democrat politicians will never tell you that. It's at least 100,000 or more documented adverse reactions of people that has health care issues now because of that right. serum that they put in you. Put in you. Right. I, I got a question for you. Are you seeing a lot of people and your friends, they see what you're going through? Is this changing how they now look at the Democrat Party, how they look at J.B. Pritzker, and, and, and will it change who they vote for in this upcoming election? I don't, we don't discuss who they're going to vote for, um, but they definitely um, are looking at it from a different lens. Yeah. Um, my personal friends that knows what I'm going through, and Anybody know me? Um, I stand in what is right. What's right? Um, I don't think with everything that's going on in our communities that we should. I think we should put parties to the side and serving as an army major. We, I served for democracy, and democracy is for every American citizen to be able to participate in government, and. Um, and no one should have to go through what I'm going through yeah. as an American citizen. I agree. I, I, I definitely agree. Carol, you got any questions? We, we got to go to break. But, Carol, if you got a question for you. Yeah, for, I just. Uh, well, we got to go to break. But but after the break, I'll let you you, you pose a question. But but Beverly, I mean, you know, this is this is who they are. They've shown who they are. And, and this is um, those of us who were once. I'm no longer a Democrat. I'm a, I'm a proud conservative Republican. And, and and don't back down from that. But I saw this 20-some-odd years ago, and that's why I left the party. Because the party really doesn't care about you if you're not a part of their agenda. If you don't walk the walk, you know, talk the talk, you can not You can no longer be a part of this, especially this new, radical, progressive Democrat party. Uh, I was talking to some, some people that still serve in Springfield, and they're like, they don't recognize their party today. And that's unfortunate. It really is. And I hope the Republicans wake up. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560. The answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM 560. The answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the trouble. We got a Rudy. Villan, I almost have as many as you had. Sunday. I don't see if the, I don't. I don't think the listeners can handle this conversation today. We're we're just so calm. Normally we get all riled up, but we're so calm and we're pointed today. I don't know if the listeners Carol Davis can put us in check. What are you talking yes, about? She, she walked yeah. in. She said, "All right, boys, <laughs> Mama's in I the said, house. Mom's here. Right? That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, go ahead, Carol. Well, you know, I just admire you so much for what you've done, and I hope I don't get emotional here, but I always do when I think about this. But you know. When I think of the city and how dangerous it's become for all those children, mm. I just, my heart breaks. And and so thank you for standing what's right for what's right. And are you seeing something like John said, are you seeing more people questioning and saying, why should we have to live under this violence all the time? 
Well, we question it every day. Wow. We question it every day. Um, when I moved back to Chicago after I retired from the military, it was very important for me to go back to my community, not to give back, but to put back. I was an at-risk youth. Um, the difference between me and the people in my community is that I have access to resources. So we see violence every day. We hear violence every day, you know, and people are, not, are now questioning why do we have to live like this? But we don't have resources. We don't have a lot of people don't have a way out. So yeah. well, I want to piggyback off of that. Yeah. When you look around, because this is what I see. Mm-hmm. I see a numbness to the death and I see an adaptation. If I'm, not, if I'm saying that right, it, it, people have adapt, adapted to the violence and the mayhem because it's like if I'm at the barbershop or if I'm in casual conversation, it's like they hear it on TV. Someone died. How many people died? How many people shot? It's like, oh, they don't talk about it. It's like we look at the TV in the barbershop and it's like, oh, well, you know, damn, that's those guys down there. I think people have adapted to the, mm. to the mm. violence. It's and unfortunate. The and some of these children, they grow up and they don't even know what it's like to be able to just run and play and ride your bike Correct. in freedom without fear. That is so heartbreaking. And it should crush the soul of every American to know that is going on. But if you've never been out of it, how would you know mm, the difference? Wow. I, a- I knew the difference because I got out. Mm. I joined the military mm-hmm. to get away from it. Mm. And when I came back home and I tell a lot of people and I'm not criminalizing, don't criminalize what I'm getting ready to say. Parts of my community and parts of other communities in the state of Illinois. At night, it reminds me of a war zone. During the day, it reminds me of a psych facility with no walls. Wow. Mm. That's how I. Wait, 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 wait. You got you got to say that again. <laughs> yeah. Because we interrupted that because I want to I want to play this soundbite okay. uh, on my TikTok. <laughs> Can you say that again, please? At night, my community and other other communities like mine reminds me of a war zone. During the day, my community like like my community and other communities in, like mine in the state of Illinois reminds me of a psych facility with no walls. Wow! Wow! It, I mean, it's not natural for young people to mm. walk around and smoke marijuana oh, all day. Yeah. Mm. So what are they doing? Self-medicating. Yes. You know, so um, that's what I see. Yeah. How do you solve that problem? Resources. Opportunities. So here's a question. Do we have the resources and they're just being mismanaged because you don't have the right leadership to do it? Because I, when I, when I looked, when I, when I, you know, when I look to how money is allocated to Chicago, personally, I think, I think there's more, I think it's a lack of, good leadership in Chicago with the resources. I, I, I do believe there are resources there, but they're using it for what though? That becomes the problem in the city of Chicago. And I, I, I really hope you're not done politically, Beverly. Mm. Um, I'm not, I don't know what I'm going to do next. Um, right now I'm still fighting this legal um, issue. Um, but I have to agree with you. I do not believe the state of Illinois is broke. I do not believe the city of Chicago is broke. I do not believe my community is broke. I believe certain communities have been um, 
a red X put on their back. They've been locked out of resources and no money is being allocated to those areas. Because if you think about it, crimes pays money. It Mm -hmm. does. Yeah, that's true. Crime is a big business. Everybody is getting paid, but the right people. Right. And it's Mm -hmm. the people who need the resources. Right. Well, now I'm going to look at you as an independent. (laughs) Yeah. And it's time for people to for for people to start believing in you. And then once all that other stuff clears up. People can start donating to you because it takes money. Yeah, Paul Vela says when, all the time. When we come back from break, I want to talk about that. If you if you have like any GoFundmes or anything like that, or will you be starting? Um, and and I want to take this call from Greg when we come back. Okay. And Mike from the North Side, because Greg, I like what he says. Beverly Miles stands for all the right principles, and oh. took the time to stand up to a bully. Thank you. It mm. truly was a, this this you are being bullied. Yeah. You know the entire state of Illinois was bullied for the last two and a half years. And if if Illinoisans don't wake up and realize that, the tyranny that ruled our lives, I I don't know where we go as a state if you re-elect J.B. Pritzker to another term. Wake up, Illinoisans, because it's time. I'm telling you, I mean, look at what happened to this lady. You heard her story. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM 560. The answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM 560. The answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker, Carol. We got to get Carol Davis a nickname. We got we we got to find Carol Davis a nickname for Well, Mom. actually, <laughs> most people call me Granny on a mission. Granny on a mission. I like that. Oh, okay. Granny on a mission. All right. Grannies are tough. <laughs> We're also joined in studio by with um, Beverly Miles, former Democrat candidate for governor. She ran up against J.B. Pritzker and she got bullied. I want to go straight to the phone line. Let's go to Greg. Greg, thanks so much for calling and thanks for holding. Yeah, no problem. Uh, your guest, Beverly Miles, is guilty of the Stooge Act. She's not going along with the standard playbook that the Stooges follow as a Democrat in the state. Amen. What's, inc- what's incredible to me is that she's being pushed out of her her, her nursing job or, or was pushed out. Um, and you can see how politicized that is now. And what's her sin? Her sin is that she stands up for family and God and law and order, the country, education, hard work. That's the sin. And her greatest sin is her opening her mouth and challenging the existing order. Wow. We know what this, we know what this governor is all about. We know what he's done. We know what he's attempted to do in the past. He only exists because he's a bully and he owns the press and he owns his legislature. Yep. And that's what gives him he, total power right now. But see what he can't do guys. And you know this, he can't separate right us. Right. He can't separate us by color, he can't separate us by age, he can't separate us by wealth, and he can't separate us by what we are or what we choose not to put in our bodies. This man will ultimately fail, and I hope it's sooner than later, but he will ultimately fail because if you look at his resume and your objective and you look at his leadership skills, he's an absolute abject failure. I agree. Hmm, God bless you, Beverly Great. Miles. Great call. He's, you hear him? I'm Beverly. sorry, what did he say? He said, God bless you, Thank you. Beverly Miles. Thank you. Uh, let's go to Mike from the north side. Mikey! Mike! Mike, you there? Thanks for thanks for taking my call. Can hey, you no, hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, sir. Go ahead. Here's a better nickname for Beverly. How about Sweetbread? <laughs> Sweetbread! <laughs> Sweetbread. 
Mike, I love it. Go ahead, Mike. I don't think I'm going to be able to vote for Darren Bailey for governor. Uh What? Come on. Well, listen, a couple weeks ago, you had his running mate on, and one of the criticisms against her is she wasn't black enough. Well, I don't think Darren Bailey is white enough. What? I mean, think, listen, think about it. His family did it bankrupt, a savings and loan in the western suburbs, and cost the taxpayers $160 million. Pritzker did that. That's right. He did not shut down the state and force everybody to buy COVID supplies from one of his companies. Pritzker did that. He did not empty prisons and put violent felons back in the black community. Pritzker did that. He did not sentence poor children to substandard educations and a life in poverty by refusing to allow them to have vouchers. Pritzker did that. And when the state was shut down, he didn't send his family to his cheesehead equestrian center or his southern plantation in Florida. Pritzker did that. I think JB stands for Jebediah Beauregard. <laughs> you know what? I forgot the son how of the Mike Confederacy. Thinks. Yeah, I forgot how Mike thinks. <laughs> right, he, he always has going. another angle. He had me going. Yeah. I'm sorry, Mike. <laughs> thanks so much. Thanks so much for calling, Mike. Uh, let's go to Mr. Blacksteel himself. Welcome, brother. <laughs> Blacksteel himself. That's oh, hilarious. <laughs> What's going yeah. on, brother? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, hey, I just wait, 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 wait. You, you're listening to the show. I can't believe it. Oh, my God. What is, what is happening today? <laughs> <laughs> you know, stranger things have happened, you know, yeah. in the world. I'm an I'm a infrequent listener and a hardly ever caller. Thanks so, for nothing. <laughs> uh, yes. I just wanted to talk about the, the comment that uh, Miss Beverly made about how her community is a war zone at night and a, and a psych asylum during the day. And her comment of the lack of resources. Yeah. It's not that we don't have the resources. Either side wants to solve the problem. That's right. Because if they solve the problem, they can't campaign on it, fingers on it, and that leads to fundraising. Correct. And to Mike, the last caller's comment, the reason JB can do this is he's paid everybody off. That's right. He's not like the common candidate where he needs to raise money. He has it and buys everybody off. That's my comment. Wait, 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 wait. Don't go anywhere. Let me ask you a question. How would you go about solving the problem if you was governor or mayor? First off, I would never put myself into that uh, <laughs> ringer of being the governor or mayor, so God bless Beverly for even wanting to step up to that plate. But, I mean, the first thing is, is we need to engage the right people in the community, and we need to obviously back law enforcement, uh, but also have community events where we show the kids to uh, Miss Davis's thing. We show the kids what life can be like, that there is something out there. We have the money to take them to days where, you know, at the museums and, and you know, right. Help show them I'm there. Okay. Okay. Are you still with me? Guys? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we go. have private industry that can step in and show these kids that, Life can be fun, that they don't have to live like that. They need to have hope, and when we give them hope, then they will join our team, which is the team of sanity and security and safety, to turn things around. But we have to inspire our new generations. The older ones, you know, that are accepting of this, 
hopefully they'll turn the corner. But yeah. as you you said, in the barbershops, they've accepted it. Right. Yeah. We can't accept it anymore. We need to teach people it is not okay. Wrap it and up. that there is another choice. Wrap it up. That's it. He said it. It's another <laughs> choice, baby. Ryan, Mr. Blacksteel, thanks so much for calling us. Uh, Nick, Northwest Side, hold the line. We'll take your call when we get back. You guys, I, I'm loving this conversation. Um, it's amazing what people will endure. We'll be right back. And now, more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. Sound like Sebastian Gorka. Oh, God. <laughs> we got the Troublemaker. We got, wait, Granny on a Mission. And Sweet what Bread. What the heck is Sweet Bread? <laughs> what is Sweet Bread? But it's cute. It's cute. It's cute. Did I like it. Did you just say cute? It is cute. On the radio? <laughs> yes. Did he just say cute on the uh, radio? Yeah, it's a cute name. Boy, I tell you, boy, you, you lose that black card more and more with me, I award man. you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. That's right. Oh, my God. Let's go to Nick from the Northwest Side. Nick, welcome to Black and Right. Yeah, thank you very much. You have a very nice show. It's always very intelligent and comfortable. Thank you. Um, I was saying to the screener that I lived through it in the early 50s, starting to go to grammar school. I saw the trend already. Uh, it was already talked about and noticeable that young black kids especially were not being given a, as good an education and not being followed through on. Now, some people might say other things that they can't make it. So, well, maybe some individuals can't make it. That can be anybody. But the, the problem is the teachers' unions even then did an excellent job as one problem uh, of this. Uh, the home life is another. But the teachers' unions being pro-democratic party, increasingly left-wing, they made sure that their uh, in their contract negotiations, for example, they, that they would have good pay, good benefits, and a good retirement. What about the kids they're supposed to be teaching? A lot of these kids, it's known over the decades, were just like pass on one grade to another just to get rid of them so the statistics look good. And that's what I want to say. That's one problem that has to be uh, realized and worked on. And I thank you very much All for right. taking my thank time. Thank you so much, Nick. Thank you. Time. Beverly, what do you say about that? I mean, he's correct. Yeah. You know, you got to definitely have some follow through. I mean, you can have the best programs in the world, but if you don't have any follow through to make sure the children are actually getting it. Yeah. You know, but I mean, the kids in our community, again, you know, they have a lot of dynamics going on at home, too. So, you know, the children go to school, but where are the wraparound services and the follow through. Right. right. And he said something about statistics. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even trying to boost those short term statistics, Mm -hmm. what ended up happening? They still was failing at 70 percent. Correct. Uh, let's go to the phone lines again. Dominic from Glendale Heights. Welcome to Black and Right. Hey, how you doing today? Doing well. I just received in the mail a book called The Governor You Do Not Know by Dennis Byrne and paid for by people who play by the rules pack. Oh, that's Dan Prof. This is like, is it really? Yeah, okay. that's Dan Prof's group. I wonder, how the, I wonder how the heck I got this. Wow. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> This yeah. is amazing. I like this, you know? Let me tell you something. I really do. <clears throat> hey, Dominic, Dan, yes. Dan Proft is over the target. They know he's over the target. That's why 
The Daily Herald uh, canceled their publication. I was with Brian Timponi last night at this event. That's why they canceled it. That's why they removed the the, the ad, the scream ads from um, the, the the television or the or their networks. Uh, Dan Prof is over the mark, and the Democrats have never been attacked like this ever in the in, in the existence of Illinois politics. Uh, well, I guess back when Crane and all those guys were were in office, they they they, they took it to him. But I think that's that's probably why you got it. Well, that well that's cool because you know this governor here, I can't stand this guy. I mean, I really can't. I mean, I have to defend myself against all these signs in people's yards, and I just shake my head at them and go, <laughs> "You got to be serious. You guys are that stupid." Yeah, well, I, it's like you know, I've I've been banned from two grocery stores and three gas stations. What? Wait, 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 wait! Really, really quick, really quick. Tell that story real quick. Right. <laughs> I've been I've been kicked I've been kicked out of of two grocery stores <laughs> and three gas stations because I argue with people who are Democrats. I tell oh, them how stupid they are. Like Sean. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I, I don't really care. It don't matter to me because I just sit yeah. there and I look and I shake my head and yeah. I go, Really? And people go, you know, the you know, the war is not the war is not causing the yeah. gas to go up no more. I go, what are you people idiots? <laughs> Dominic, we gotta go, but you listen to Sean Thompson. I guarantee you a Sean Thompson <laughs> listener, aren't you? Are you a Sean Thompson listener? All right. Thank you so much for joining us, Dominic. Oh, that's a call of the day right there, Dominic. Hey, hour three coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Welcome back. Hour three of Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker, Rolan Galloway, and Granny on a Mission, Carol Davis, uh, chairman of Illinois Conservative Union. Uh, Beverly has a future if she wants it. Absolutely. She definitely has a future in, in, in Chicago politics, should she want it. I just, like, you heard what I was telling her during the break. Um, don't run for something right now. Build infrastructure. Um, you know, go out and get, make yourself known and seen throughout the ward you want to be in and, and throughout the city of Chicago, because I really believe she has a future. And I hope, um, Tom, Tom Sadeka, a friend of the show, I was talking about adding a, a GoFundMe. He said, no, not GoFundMe. What did he say, Tom? Uh, gifts and go. He said, go that way. Mm. So gifts and go. Beverly, I hope she starts a, uh, a gift single a fund to help her pay for her legal fees because, you know, what they're doing to her is just it's 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 it's, it's out of Russian the Russian playbook, right, Carol? Oh, absolutely, and you know that's they they're thugs. They are absolute thugs. And would we put up with that in the past? No, but you know what? We've turned into squishes, and we don't fight back. Um, you know, as we were saying in the break, you know, I, I was my group was one of the groups that the IRS came after. Well, they audited me three years in a row personally during that time. Yeah. And you know what? What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. 
you just say, you know what, I am not going to do, they want me to sit down, shut up, and go away. Guess what? Not happening. And that's what you got to do. You got to push back. Yeah, because they, they, they're they going to throw everything but the toilet. <laughs> so I, I I was told that by that the sweet bread is the thymus gland. Hmm. Yeah, I, I have nothing. RB, I, have, I don't know. Yeah, Blakemore from from Rumble. See, that's what, what it is. Difference at this point. Hey, does it hey. Make? All right, let's go to the phone line. Wait, 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 oh, wait, oh, wait, 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 wait. Before before you go to the phone, because I have a question for this caller. Oh, you know who this is? No, I don't. But I have a question for this caller, and she mentioned thugs. And I want to express the mentality of today. Hoff Daddy, can you play that clip for oh, me? Oh, here we go. <laughs> I love it. 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 Come on. Nope. He's not. He's not you're not going to play it? No, he's not. Uh, Are you serious? Let's okay. Go, go, let's go to the Let's go to Joan. 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 Tupac or Vanilla Ice? Joan. Tupac or Vanilla Ice, you Joan? You Joan? Uh, Marvin Gaye. No, yeah. no, no. We're <laughs> done with that. We're done with yeah. that. Right. Tupac and Vanilla Ice. She, she not gonna do it. No, she not gonna She's participate. Not. I, I'm not. I'm not that up on those two. See? Oh wow. Okay. Boom, okay. Um, Joan, Joan, you said you called because you have uh, you got an email regarding early voting. You talked about it earlier. It was mentioned the Cook County vote by mail um, uh, option to sign up for that. And uh, I got an email this week. And my question is, um, what I would like to do is fill out the ballot and then bring it into my polling place on Election Day. But I was told, I called up and I was told that there's a law against that. You have to either mail it in or Wrong. put it in the draft. That's not really? correct. Who, I don't know who told you that, but you absolutely uh, the, could fill out your ballot and bring it in. The Cook County Clerk uh, place. Well, uh, you know. Yeah. Well, the what we recommend is we call we call it um, claim your name, secure your vote. So mm-hmm. what we suggest people do, they tried this in Virginia. You know, we model our coalition after the Virginia model, which was extremely successful in November 2021. And they got Glenn Youngkin elected and went some Sears. They turned over a bunch of seats in the House. So we have been, since last spring, early uh, spring, we've modeled our coalition at, after that. And they use what they call claim your name, secure your vote. So you order your vote by mail ballot so that no one else can secure that ballot in your name. Then okay. you hang on to it and you is at your first opportunity to go vote in person. You take your vote-by-mail ballot in, you watch, and you insist that the election judge write spoiled or surrendered across both sides of that vote-by-mail ballot so it does not sprout legs and walk off and get voted by someone else, that they put it in a spoiled ballot envelope, and then they will give you a live ballot to vote right there on the spot, and you can vote that ballot. Now, if you want to mark the ballot ahead of time, every polling place will have a vote-by-mail drop box that you can put that in. You can deliver it to any polling place. We, right. we well, that's pref- what they said, but I don't trust that personally. Right. And, and so what we, we do, and like I say, they did it in Virginia. It seemed to help 
because unfortunately what we found is if people wait until the last minute to vote, they walk into the polling place and all of a sudden it, they show up as having requested a vote by a ballot or mailed in a vote by, you know, sent, someone voted in their name in the weeks. I mean, let's face it, we no longer have election day, folks. We've yep. got election season. Yes. We have 40 days of early voting and two weeks afterwards for those votes mm. to come trickling in. So there's a whole lot of time when someone can slip in there, grab your name, and vote in your name. And I know the clerks swear up and down it doesn't happen, but we've seen the data. It's happening all over the country, and so the claim your name, secure your vote seems to help. That okay, helps, John. So when I go in there, you know, and I tell them, Mark, it's spoiled or surrendered, you know, what if they ask me questions? Why do you want that done? I mean, what do I say? You say to them, I've decided to vote in person on a paper oh. ballot here on Election Day. I'm going to vote right now with a live ballot. You okay. need to spoil this one and be firm about it. You don't have to be angry about it, but be right and be polite. That's the that. term we use. Be right and be polite and make sure you see them right spoiled across that ballot so somebody doesn't tuck it away and decide to, you know, vote it later and slip it through the tabulator. There it is. Joan, that helps? Yeah, that helps. Thank you very much. All You're right. welcome. Thank you. Um, Carol, you know, you look at um, election integrity. You know, that's like the big thing right now uh, because of what happened in 2020. I, 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 I look at it. I, I, I look at People saying election integrity, election integrity. You, if you can't answer the election integrity question, and then you, you, you see people saying, what's the point of me voting? Because Illinois doesn't have election integrity. A lot of other states don't have election integrity. Isn't that the goal, though, to make people not want to vote? And what's your message to those people who say, my vote doesn't matter. Why should I vote? And we hear it so much. I call it the crisis of confidence in our elections. And this this is a CNN poll. So we know CNN is not a right-leaning place. They, they did a poll in July of this year that showed that only 29% of Republicans and only 57% of Democrats believe that our elections reflect the will of the people. That's how shaken the confidence is in our election on both sides. So guess what, folks? Be on the playing field. Get involved. We need election judges, and we need well-trained election judges. We need poll watchers. I want everybody to go to ilfairelections.org. That is our coalition website, ilfairelections.org. These fair elections coalitions are coming together all over the country. It's where all these groups that are working on election integrity are coming together, working together. They're leaving egos and logos at the door, Mm -hmm. and they're coming together as a strong force. We have in our Illinois coalition, which started last spring, we have the Illinois GOP working with us. We've got Breakthrough Ideas working with us. We've got Illinois Family Action working with us. We've got some phenomenal organizations that have all come together. And, of course, Illinois Conservative Union is part of that. The Bailey Election Integrity Group is with us. And so we are rallying, um, you know, thousands of poll watchers. We're holding trainings like crazy every week. We've got multiple trainings that people can jump on. I hold a supplemental training for election judges because, unfortunately, 
through our county clerks who are, of course, you know, an election judge is a hired position. That is a nonpartisan position, folks. Yeah. So when you serve as a judge, your goal is to treat every single voter with fairness, consideration, compassion, and, and but we can make you the best election judge there is out there. Wow. Well, there it is, Vilan. You, you, question. I'll ask later. <laughs> we'll, when we come back from the break, how about that? All right. You're listening to Black and White Radio on AM560 The Answer. More with Carol Davis from ICU and The Troublemaker when we get back. You feel the light, the thunder. We now return to Black and White on AM560 The Answer. Here's John Anthony. Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. Grooving to Marvin. Okay, Valon, go that ahead. That fight is over? No, I didn't say anything. Oh, okay. Wrong. I, I want to introduce the new fight. Okay. And I, and I hope some people call in because I want I wanted to start asking some people, who's better, Tupac or Vanilla Ice? And... Before you I call, I can't even believe you putting those two in the same breath. Show same some R E S P I C T. Now I want to show you the method to my madness. Okay. Half Daddy, can you please play the clip for me this time? If if I know that in this hotel room they have food every day, and I'm knocking on the door every day to eat, and they tell and they open the door, let me see the, the party, let me see like them throwing salami all over the I mean just like throwing food around where they're telling me there's no food in there. You know what I'm saying? Every day I'm standing outside trying to sing my way in. You know what I'm saying? We are hungry, please let us in. We are hungry, please let us in. After about a week that song is gonna change the we hungry, we need some food. After two, three weeks, it's like, you know, give me all the food and we're out the door. And after a year, you just like, you know what I'm saying? I'm picking the lock, coming through the door, blasting, you know what I'm saying? It's like you hungry, you reached your level, you don't want any more. We asked ten years ago. We was asking with the Panthers, we was asking with them, you know, with civil rights movement. We was asking, you know, now that those people that were asking, they're all dead and in jail. So now what do you think we're going to do? Now, does that describe a John Anthony? No. So how can he pick this guy oh, to be his rapper? He called me out. I called you out. No, you can't have him, man. You're going to have to pick Coolio. I'm sorry. You can't have Tupac. I could better, I could better represent a Tupac oh, than God. you, but I pick Vanilla Ice Vilan, because I want this to Vilan, be a, a, a healthy Vilan, debate. You ain't black, Vilan. Vilan. Yes, I think we had this conversation about a couple weeks ago. I think George was in the studio. Yes, today Johnny couldn't. <laughs> Why previous the, John? I told you I was about that life. I could say the previous. Verlon, Ice Cube is my guy, and we could do we could do Tupac versus Ice Ice Cube, but I wanted it to be a healthy. No, I'm taking pop. A healthy, okay, you take them, but That's I yeah, want Verlon. You're picking Ice Cube after he was making family movies. Not <laughs> back in the day. Oh, I saw that one. I didn't catch you last time when you was in here, but I caught that. You trying to diss Ice Cube, but I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna let you do so, that. So, so, so Verlon, okay, okay, let's open up the phone lines three one two six four two fifty six hundred. Tupac. Or vanilla who? Ice. Vanilla who? 
Ice, baby. You shared nothing in life. <laughs> vanilla Ice. Yeah. I cannot believe you had the audacity to put Vanilla Ice in the same breath. As isn't, the poetic leader, isn't Tupac. he just Robert Van Winkle, yeah. home renovation expert at this point? Now he is. He yeah. sold more copies than any other rapper than Eminem, other than Eminem. Okay, but what happened to him after? Hey, Where's man. he at? Hey, Queen, he at? Queen took stuff still selling. Queen He's took him to court. His Lauderdale stuff still houses. selling. Every year that hit single sales forty million copies. Uh, Brother, yeah. I did my research oh my before God. you want to talk to me. That okay. one hit one is still selling. Okay, but but his body of work. You want to put, you're going to interrupt um, us and get us in a minute. We, uh, we have the whitest man on earth on the phone, if you want to. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah, let's, go, let's bring him on. Let's go to Mark. Mark, man on the street. Hey, it's Mark. It's Mark, man on the street. How you guys doing? Good, 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 good. I'm doing okay. Did you hear the clip? Did you hear the clip that we played? A pop. I'm, I'm a Justin. I'm a Justin Timberlake fan. Oh, oh well, me and you in the same category. Oh my God! So, What's going on, Mark? Uh, hey, I got to tell you, it was a a big week. Verlon did, hosted uh, Mark Vargas' show the other day. If you're, uh, you should go back and listen to this on uh, on the link. And he was just tremendous. I'm wondering if you're going to be taking over for uh, Mr. John Anthony. Only if John Anthony goes into the mu- the movie business, you know, after he writes his book, and you know, he's a hit, he's a hit, and he's on the movie screen. That's the only way I could take over, you know, behind the mic because I have a face for the microphone. <laughs> you really do. Yeah. A face for radio. You got a head for it too. You got a head for it too. Oh yeah, let Sean tell it. I got the biggest head in the world. You do actually. I've never seen a head as big as yours, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mark. What did you say? And, and then if your listeners want another clip, last week was uh, maybe the greatest boat cruise of all time. Better than, you know, watching old uh, episodes of Love Boat or something. But John Anthony was <laughs> wow. on, out there in Lake Michigan for three, two and a half hours. And it was it was just an incredible show. And, and uh, we had, my friend Laura was on talking yes. about Texas. He had all kinds of great guests. And it was it was a great moment. And Monday we're going to be out there again with Darren Bailey's yes. a fundraiser on that same boat Monday night. Hey, free spirit cruises. Hey, don't 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 just say boat. Free spirit cruises. Those are my people. Um, they were they were amazing once again. The third year we're already planning the next year's already. And Mark, please like, ask. Do two a year. Please yeah. ask her. Please ask her not to be offended because I called her a hottie today. Yeah, I don't think she's offended. Oh, no, they love you. They love you. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she's one that. That is easily offended. I don't. I'm just talking with her. I doubt if she's those Texas offended. women. They're tough. All right. Thanks so much, Mark, and thanks so much for showing up All to right, the cruise. Talk soon. All, right. All right. Let's go back to the phone lines, Don. 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 Black and right. You got to answer the question oh. first, Don. You got to answer the question. <laughs> Tupac or Vanilla? Ice. Hold on. Hold on. Oh. Um. They're not even in the same categories, I and mean, you'd have to say like Notorious Big and <sighs> and Tupac. You can't picture them to. <laughs> Vanilla Ice. So you know, I'm talking I'm about who do you like? Who do you like better? Fan. Who do you like better? Um, I like the California song by Tupac way much better than Ice. Ice but did you? Ooh. But did you listen to the clip that <laughs> Hoff Daddy played about coming in your house and Don't taking your food? No, 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 no. I didn't listen to it. Oh, see, either. she didn't get the full, but, Vilan, the that, full view. But Vilan. we're talking about their music. Thank you. Thank you. You have to like compare. It'd be like two. You can compare Tupac and maybe Stevie Wonder. Um, I know I was Michael. We've Dick. already oh, had a John you Anthony Stevens. You know what? Okay, I got one we last. Did. I got one last question for you. Does Tupac? Okay. Does Tupac describe John Anthony? He picked. He picked him. So does does that even match oh, up? God. <laughs> I, I 
I'm an alpha brother. I'm an alpha male. Yeah, I know, but I'm an alpha. Wait, hold on, hold on. I'm an alpha male. I don't take you know what, and I don't care. And that's who Tupac was. I mean, I I love Tupac. I loved his music growing up. I didn't agree with everything he rapped about, but I loved his music. And 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 Tupac got me through a lot of different, a lot of dark nights, bro. So I gotta tell you guys something. Okay. I, I went to a CC Wine concert at Calvary Church yesterday. We almost three thousand people there, totally sold out. I'm telling you, it was it was beautiful. It was she is amazing. Yes, she I is. Mean, it, it was, but anyways, the reason I was calling is the Lawndale Christian Legal Center. Um, they had partnered with Redwood Literacy Center, um, and they only help youth who are you know somewhere in the court system. And they did this pilot program, and they gave $60,000 to Redwood Literacy. One of the uh, individuals in charge is a former CPS student. They had 10 individuals, um, different grades, ages from 16 to 26, and all of them graduated, nine out of the 10 graduated. But she tells a story of how there's a 26-year-old who says, and all these kids, none of them can read, okay? And the 26-year-old gets really ticked off, and he goes, what the heck? How come no school ever taught me to read? So we know what the problem is. If, if it was me, I would, I mean, this is nothing against teachers, but teachers are being utilized to teach kids to read, and it's not working. They need certified, evidence-based mm-hmm. uh, reading interventionists at these schools. Because you know, these kids get passed on from grade to grade, and then there's chronic absenteeism. They don't want to go to school. Why are we wondering why there's a crime problem? Don't right. call them thugs, man. Yeah. That, mm. that is so uncompassionate. Mm. It's so uncompassionate, especially when we know they're giving them these failed schools. So give them reading. Make sure that they can read. And then you give them a trade school. Give them a trade that they can get into. So they're connecting. Why am I reading? They're connecting to the why. Right. What do I want to do? And light passion in these kids. It's just yeah. Anybody who revotes Lori Lightfoot or the governor, this current governor Pritzker in, you don't have any compassion for what's really happening in inner city. It just makes me so upset. I agree. And you know, you, I mean, that's spot on call today, Don. Uh, I mean, education, it's its the great equalizer, in my opinion. You know, you get a good quality education. And that's what I love about. Um, thanks so much for calling, Don. I love that my pastor, Pastor Bland, is getting ready to start a trade school component to building on all these schools, um, these high school, um, K-12 schools as well. He wants to add a, a trade school. And, I mean, you know, you look at how we got rid of trade schools and the prisons and everything. We give nothing for people. That's what Muhammad and I were talking about last week. You know, people go to jail and they go and they just sit and rot away or learn to become a better criminal. What Can we change that? And you the know, caller made a, a tremendous point. Reading is the key. I agree. It is the whole key. I agree. Jim Kemp, hold the line. When we take your calls when we get back. Don't put your blame on. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560. The answer. Maybe I'm foolish, maybe I'm Welcome blind. back to Black and White Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker and Carol Davis. Uh, Carol, before we get into the next topic with you, uh, let me clear the phone line. Let's go to Jim from South Elgin, who's also a sponsor of this show. Uh, welcome to Black and White, buddy. How are you guys doing today? I didn't uh, get to hear the show today. I was working. Oh, <laughs> so, wow. That's okay. I heard something about school. That's okay. School. Yeah. That's okay, Jim. Wait, wait, hold on. Let him finish. Oh. 
Go ahead, Jim. Saturday is a good day for uh, because I'm in a a bedroom community, so a lot of people are off during the weekend, so it's a good time to take care of folks. But uh, yeah, it was a nice time uh, in the studio, a nice time in the cruise. And like Mark said, we have another one coming up uh, tomorrow. Yeah. So on Friday is the Project Hood. Uh, event downtown with Corey Brooks, and that's going to be a well-attended uh, venue, too. Yeah, it you will. Guys, you, you consider going there. It's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay, Jim. A lot of people. <laughs> I need you to answer one question. Yes, sir. Tupac or Vanilla Ice, which one do you like better? Well, I'll be honest with you. I'm more of a Latin-based guy, so I couldn't tell you. It's a major, I can't say <laughs> Man, what's, the, what's all this copping out stuff, man? We had about well, three callers copping out. Hold on, let him finish. What'd you say, Jim? No, I mean, I like Latin stuff. You know, I'm, uh, I like bachata, merengue, salsa, you know. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> like all right. Cool I should have just uh, let you get off the phone. Thanks, Jim. I appreciate <laughs> it, brother. It was good. It was a great uh, time last week, and yeah, uh, so, to be continued. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jim. Take care, buddy. Uh, let's go to Kip from Stillman Valley. Kip, welcome to Black and Right. Yeah, you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you, Kip. Hey, listen, man, uh, thanks for letting me on the Red Velvet and John Show. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, man, listen, man, I, I just wanted to take a shout-out to everyone worldwide or within listening distance. Wherever you're voting at, don't forget that Donald Trump isn't on the ballot and that we got to stay focused and, and don't let the other side define you, you know, and... uh that the truth will always be good, and uh, you guys are really great. You know, I mean, I really appreciate you guys on Saturday, and it's and it's good for everyone that's working Monday through Friday. Friday, if they're out working in the yard, that can hear you. Hey, well, I appreciate that. I I, I appreciate the inspiration, Kip. But I'm here to ask the tough questions. <laughs> Who's better, Tupac you go or again. Vanilla Ice? Uh, I go anything out of Motown. Thanks. Hey, 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 hey Valon, why, why are you screaming? <laughs> He's copping out. I'm yeah. tired of every. I'm getting. I'm getting upset. Hey, look who's on the line, Valon. I saw it. All right. I'm just now. I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> Laura, what's up? Hey, how's it going? Mark said y'all. Mark said y'all were talking about me. Yeah, Valon, yes, Valon was. Okay, listen. I I don't want you to be offended, but at the beginning of the show, I called you a hottie. Hey, why would I be offended by that? I don't know nowadays. You know, and women. Where are the white women at? That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you I guys. That is a compliment. Thank you, Valon. Did you have a good time on the boat? I had so much fun. Yeah. That they- was a blast. <clears throat> well, thanks so much for coming. We really appreciate it. And uh, keep yeah. fighting a good fight in Texas. I will. Y'all uh, going to come down here anytime soon? Um, I got family down in Dallas, Fort Worth, so. <laughs> I heard about this okay. big thing that goes on on Halloween, uh, the Bears versus, uh, I think the Texans, are one of them, and it's a big following. People from Chicago and everywhere comes down there. Have you ever heard about it? The Bears versus who? I think the Texans, but they 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 they're That's playing tomorrow. No, Bears play the Texans tomorrow. No, okay, well, it's, it's I guess it's Dallas then, but it's it happens in okay. Texas. So you admit you don't know what you're talking about. It's, it's, it happens in Texas. No, my cousin told me about it. They celebrate it every year. It's a Halloween type deal thing, but the Bears uh-huh. play. Yeah, Could, if you, I, I don't know. About can you it. find out about it and call in and tell me if, I, I, if, if I'm lying or not? I, I will. Okay, I'll look into it. Well, somebody lied to me. <laughs> I think that's probably where you, you believe it. Something to do with Halloween and the Cowboys or the Houston? Yeah, it's a big uh, thing. It's it's some new trend. 
Okay. I missed it by that much. No, I'll ask around. All right, thank you. All right, thanks so much for calling us, Laura. Thanks. It's such a great um, time meeting you and hanging out with you on last time. I loved meeting you guys. Yeah, thank you so much, Laura. Oh, God, are we done now? Are you done? I'm done. Are you done? Well, I don't see any other callers, so I can't ask the question. See what I have to deal with, Carol? We're going to have to leave that question unanswered. Yeah. Well, well, no, no. There are people answering it. Four people copped out. Time out. Time out. There are people answering it on Rumble. Uh, And you know what they're saying? What? Tupac. Yeah. Yeah, but they're too scared to say it on air. I don't look at the computer. Well, they don't call in. they, They listen to the show. You know, they don't. They rarely call in. They listen to the show, and they and they they listen every Saturday, and I, I really appreciate. And you know, when I had my YouTube channel. Oh, did I say that? Did I, did I am I am I whining? Do you I sound whining? To, you used to have a YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Listen, yeah. I'm the only one with the brass to bring white America in on this conversation with their Whoa. hero, Vanilla oh. Ice, Wait, who, versus Tupac. Vanilla, you, you, think they, you think Vanilla Ice is white America's he hero? Well, he actually one, busted. Yeah, that's that's he, totally true. He was one of the first it's between great him white and Kid Rock. Think about it. It was. Uh, it started out in the beginning with the Beastie Boys. They were the first white rappers. They were the great white hope at the beginning. Then you had those other people like Third Base. The Beastie Boys were the first white rappers. Yeah, they were the first white rappers. They came, I can't with no, this dude. no. If you check your history, dude. they came in behind uh, uh, Run DMC, LL, and then it was them. They were the first. They took your bike. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. Oh, guys, I can't even. We'll be right back. Let's get it to him, baby girl. Black and Right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio with the troublemaker. Just said that vanilla ice is the hope of white people. <laughs> uh, so, Carol, what's... <laughs> I can't... We may I, be slightly too ridiculous for Carol. I think, I think Carol's like, oh boy, these She's boys. She's keeping her composure. These boys. I'm trying. Uh, but Carol, there's something else that you guys are doing over at Illinois Conservative Union. You want to yeah, enlighten well, we us about it? Just let everybody know because you know, I, like you said, there's been a lot of frenzied activity just over the last couple of years, and and you know, I I'm going to be a little uh, harsh here, but a lot of these people who have gotten into the election integrity movement in the last couple of years, they don't even know what they don't know. Okay, because there's been a lot going on under the radar. We don't like to be out there beating our chest, calling attention to ourselves. Guess what? If it hadn't been for the work that we've quietly been doing for many years, Illinois would now be an all-vote-by-mail state, folks. Wow. And we are a hair away from that because there's a supermajority in Springfield. They could have done it at any time. The pressure that we have put on them over the last several years has forestalled that. We've got to change the leadership in this state because we will become an all-vote-by-mail state if we don't get good leadership. And I want to tell you what that means. That means that every single person on our dirty, polluted, inaccurate voter rolls will not get mailed an application to vote. They will get mailed a ballot, 
which means we will have ballots flying all over the state like confetti on New Year's Eve. So we don't want that to happen. So that's some of the work that we've been doing. But we've been doing other things. Our coalition has got several working groups. We're working, of course, on poll watchers, recruiting and training. And again, go to ilfairelections.org to find out all about that. But we also have a vulnerable voter team. We know that the senior care facilities and the group homes have constantly been a source for uh, taking advantage of those vulnerable voters and their vote. Yeah. So um, in 2020, when everything was locked down, shut down, nobody was getting in there, my organization sent statutory notice letters with the help of the great David Shostokas. Uh He helped us draft... Pocus, pocus, Dave Shostokas. Statutory notice letters to every single administrator of over 800 facilities in the state of Illinois, letting them know what their legal obligation was to their residents and that we would be watching them. And now we've just sent out uh, over a thousand letters to different facilities again across the state this year. And the we've got groups coming to us saying, hey, we want to follow up on those letters with phone calls and we want to put poll watchers in those sites. Yeah. So if you want to be a poll watcher for vulnerable voters, we must work through our county clerks, our election authorities to be able to get into those facilities. But it would be a great follow-up to what we've warned those administrators. Let's not let our elderly and our vulnerable have their votes stolen, folks. So that's another aspect that we're working on. Well, I have a question for you. Now, you said a mouthful, all of that. <laughs> and then you told me earlier that your basically your court case of cleaning up the voter rolls is being held up in court. It's been in court forever. Do you really think it's a reality that any of this will come true, clean up the voters' rules, not taking advantage of the elderly? Now, you know I work there. I see the Democrats come in and take advantage of the elderly because they're in need. Do you think any of this will come to fruition? It's all up to the people. We the people. And you know why this has happened? It's because we have been absent. We have been absent. You know, we're crying for people to come and join us. Folks, you know what? And I'm going to get harsh here. All right. Stop wasting your time at conservative pep rallies, okay? You're preaching to the Uh choir. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to say, don't sit your butt in a conference room all day at this point in time. There are times for that. It's fun. It's great. You might feel like you're doing something good. But I'm telling you, I don't want you sitting at a conservative pep rally listening to conservative rock stars when you could be out there being a poll watcher for early voting, getting into a nursing home and helping, um, you know, helping to work the data in your county so that your poll watchers can have a list, not of every voter in the county. How about voters to be challenged? Do you know that election judges and poll watchers can legally challenge voters when they show up to vote if they are questionable? That means if you challenge... Except in the five states that it happened in last time, right? They, they weren't even allowed in there to even monitor it. Well, you know, and, and it, that's what we teach. We teach you to take the statutes in. So it's not an argument, folks. Here's the Illinois Election Code. Here's the code number. Check it out. We've got the official books from the state of Illinois citing the statutes, what your uh, rights are in the polling place as a poll watcher, as an election judge. We equip you with real, actionable tools. We don't just flap our lips, folks. We've seen it, done it, been there. Too much of that has gone on in the past. We give you actual tools that you can really make a difference with. 
So connect with us, and we're going to help you to make a difference this election. And what can people find you, Carol? ilfairelections.org. And, of course, our Illinois Conservative Union site is ILPAC. That stands for Political Action Conference. ILPAC.org is our uh, Illinois Conservative Union site. We are happy to work with anyone, anywhere, anytime who is serious about making a difference. Amen. Um, Thank you so much for that, um, Carol. DJ Antonio Al. If you guys hold the phone line, I'll take you in that order, as you called, um, when we get back from the break. But, Carol, I mean, I, I, I'm still flustered by those poll, work, poll workers and the election judges who were not allowed in Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania, and North Carolina. I mean, that, that's the issues. We'll be right back. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. All right, all right. You can stop the music because I think Vilan may have his first vanilla ice. And I'm, if he says vanilla ice, I'm going to stop by his house and I'm going to hang him by his toenails. Dr. Scarsberg, what's up, buddy? Hey, guys. Uh, three quick things before I get to Verlon's question. And Verlon, I'm not going to ditch your question. I'm going to give you a straight-up answer. Thank Carol, you. I want to thank you. Thank you, first and foremost, for all of the hard work you're doing. I've got to tell you, John and I have had this conversation over and over and over again. The citizenry of this state and this nation continue to abdicate their responsibility as citizens and hold the political officials accountable. Thank you. You can only do that by, by going to the polls. So get up and, and get out and cast your votes. That's number one. Number two, um, some of your previous callers were talking about passing kids on and kids failing in school. I've worked in some of the poorest communities in this state as an educator. I've worked in some of the most affluent communities in this state. And I will tell you, as a classroom teacher, a former building administrator, district administrator, every student whose parents hold them accountable are successful. It has to start at home. Yeah. I had a young lady as an eighth grader who read at the third grade level in East Aurora. She ended up going to Harvard Medical School. Wow. So you can do it, but you as a parent have a duty to hold your children responsible and ensure their success. Yeah. As to Verlon's question, <laughs> Genevieve uh, Montague uh, wrote an article uh, April 18th, I think, of 2020 <sighs> for the Malone, the Malone Post. You suck. And she, she emphasized in her research that um, Vanilla Ice's Ice Ice Baby is, was the first hip-hop um, single that sat atop of the, the Billboard charts, number one. Number two, he was done dirty by Suge Knight and Death Row <laughs> yeah, Records. True, and yeah. so I am, I am going to vote in favor of Vanilla Ice. Oh, Thank you, brother. God. Goodbye. That's brutal. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> my, this is one of my best friends stabbing me in the back. You, you see this? We one and one. You see this? My, one of my best friends stabbing me. Let's we go to Antonio. Antonio, welcome to Black and Right. How are you, sir? Doing this well. is Antonio Timothy. I'm hey, the yeah, chairman Timothy. Timothy, page. what's up? How are you? I'm doing well. well. I'm determined. Two-page township Republican. So I want to tell Carol, thank you very much for all you do. Believe oh, me. You're welcome. The apathy from voters is incredible. I mean, to get a person who poll watch, they'll complain about voter integrity. They'll get on Facebook. They'll do. They'll, they'll say everything. But when you ask them, hey, can you volunteer? Oh, no, I'm too busy. Yeah. Um, it's, 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 I mean, I'm right now knocking on doors. I'm running for Will County 11th, you know, 11th district. I'm, I'm, I'm actually chasing down all the mail-in ballots. Wow. I, I mean, they're all hidden in the mailboxes Monday, Tuesday. Tonya, you got 30 and, seconds. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And yeah. I just, I just want to say thank you, Carol. Everybody out there, if you can, please at least be a poll watcher. 
And last but not least, I got to say Ice Cube. Uh, the, oh. No, he said Tupac or Vanilla Ice. I say Ice Cube. Oh, okay. All right. Let's go to Al. Al Same thing I quick. said. Al, you got a minute. Go, Al. <laughs> You got one minute. Real quick, man. I missed I missed the boat ride yeah. last week. I knew my you wife, would. I told wife, you would. <laughs> no, wifey said if I spend any money, it's going to be on a hotel. Uh-oh. Okay. So I, guess, <laughs> so I guess sit down. I really wanted to talk to your guests. It was on the boat, the uh, violence interrupters. Uh, you know, they talk about the uh, the 500 uh, uh, people, you know, possible shootings that were prevented. It's uncalculatable. Uh, I have a way to uh, address this. We're going to have to arrest five to 7,000 narcotics gang members in the city, and let's pay the violence interrupters to go into the jails and work on them inside. Oh, but I said folks. this on v, uh, v. I play. I said this on VON, and the violence interrupt said, "No, we don't want to do that." I know you don't want to do the hard lift. There's no money in it. That's terrible. There's no money in the jails to do it. It's, it's money out on the street, though. Yeah, I you know, know you got to go in there and meet them right there while they're controlled and then get them ready to come on out. That's yeah. the only way we're going to deal with this. All right. Thanks so much, Al, for, for calling us. We got to right. wrap. Uh, Carol Davis, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, John. Um, what, really quickly, where can people find you? Really quickly. I want them to jump on the ILFairElections.org site or okay. ILPAC.org. Okay. I want to thank Beverly Miles for coming in as well. Guys, go follow her. Troublemaker. Hey, I love it, man. We had a conversation today. Yeah, we didn't fight, though. And that's it. But, but it was great. It was right. insightful. Hoff Daddy, as the always. The show is over. <laughs> thank you so much, Hoff Daddy. Uh, thank you, guys. Hey, guys, guess what? See you next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.